Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 387 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today page 209a, part 1 of the Zohar. Part 1 of the Zohar, page 209a. I want to give a little bit of context to where we left off because it was an interesting discussion. Um, so there was a question of whether God can allow uh, evil to be done to somebody who's good. Um, classic th- uh, theodicy. Uh, I'm going to read now page 278, Pritzker edition, Zohar, volume 3, translated by Professor Daniel Matt in the English. Uh, you know what, make it 279. We'll start with 279, second paragraph. Rabbi Yossi explained the verse in connection with Elijah. As is written, he cried out to Yudevave and said, O Yudevave, have you brought evil even upon the widow with whom I am staying by causing her son to die? 1 Kings 17.20. So the story here is that uh, Elijah, so God told the prophet to go to Zarephat near Sidon, where a certain widow would provide for him, and Elijah performs a miracle for her, and then later her son uh, becomes mortally ill and stops breathing, but then after that, Elijah revives the son. But here he's asking, why would you allow evil to be done? And uh, Moses asks the same question, as we'll see in a second. Come and see, there are two... Uh, sorry, so Yud Hevav, have you brought evil upon the widow with whom I am staying by causing her son to die? 1 Kings 17.20, come and see. There are two who uttered words against the one on high, Moses and Elijah. Moses said, why, Hare Ota, have you done evil to this people? Exodus 5.22. Elijah said, Hare Ota, have you brought evil by causing her son to die? Both of them spoke the same word, this word Hare Ota, have you caused evil? Why? It is really a mystery. Moses said, have you do- why have you done evil? Why? Because the other side was authorized to rule over Israel. Have you done evil? Have you authorized the side of evil to rule over them? Elijah said, have you brought evil by causing her son to die? You have authorized the side of evil to seize this one's soul. This is Hareota. You have brought done evil. It is all one mystery. Come and see, Elijah said, with whom I am staying. Because the Blessed Holy One had told Elijah, I have commanded a widow there to sustain you, one king's uh, 17.9 And whoever nourishes and supports someone in need, especially in days of famine, embraces the tree of life, engendering life for himself and his children as we have established. So there's a contradiction here. Now Elijah said, whoever sustains one soul in the world attains life and grasps the tree of life. Yet now the tree of death, the side of evil, reigns over the widow whom you commanded to nourish me. Therefore, have you brought evil? Now you might say that evil is not committed against a human being by the Blessed Holy One. Come and see, when a person goes toward the right, the protection of the Blessed Holy One constantly accompanies him, and no one else can dominate him. Evil is subdued before him and cannot prevail. That's where we left off yesterday. We're going to pick up today by seeing what happens if somebody doesn't uh, go toward the right, maybe goes towards the left. Well, I'm going to begin on uh, about a sentence before the end of 208b and the beginning of 209a where it says, uh, and as in English, as soon as the protection of the Blessed Holy One. 
וכיוון דנתירו דקודשבריחו הוא התעברה מיני בגין דאיהו התדבק ברע כדין ההוא רע כיוון דחמי דלאו ימי נתירו כדין שליט עלי ועטה לשצאה לי וכדין התייהיב לרשו ונטיל נשמתין, משה אמר למה הראותה דאתייחיב רשו לסטרא אחרא דרע למשלט עליהו דישראל ולמהווה בשיבודה דילי. דבר אחר, למה הראותה דחמה כמה מנהון מתין ואתמסרו בסטרא דרע תחזה בשעת הדטוב יתער, דאיהו ימינה כל חדו וכל טיבו וכל ברכן משתכין בכל הבחשה איהו, כמדה וכמוה, ברוך שם כבוד מלכותו לעולם ועד בחשאי, ורזה דא בגין דחדין איהו ייחודה כדככזה. So, as soon as the protection of the Blessed Holy One is removed from him because he clings to evil, then that evil, seeing him unprotected, dominates him and comes to destroy him, then he is authorized and seizes souls. Moses said, Why have you done evil? For the other evil side had been empowered to rule over Israel, who became enslaved to him. Alternatively, why have you done evil? For he saw so many of them die, delivered to the side of evil. Come and see when good on the right arouses all joy, goodness, and blessings appear, and all is secretly silent, as has been established. Blessed be the name of his glorious kingdom forever and ever, in a whisper, a secret, for then is union fittingly. It's a little confusing. It, it seems a little simplistic here, that uh, a kind of simplistic theodicy. If you do good, good happens to you. If you do bad, bad happens to you. But I think there's got to be more here, because it's the Zohar, which is a little bit more of a complex theology than that. Um, or so I thought. Uh, let me read some of the footnotes. Maybe uh, it will become clear. Footnote 122, authorized. See the description of Satan's activities in Baba Batra 16a. He descends and leads astray, ascends and arouses wrath, obtains authorization and seizes the soul. Footnote 123, other evil side had been empowered. Moses saw the Egyptian bondage as a manifestation of the power of evil. I guess the, the idea could be that it's collectively... Uh, evil is present, not just a, a single person doing evil, or maybe even over generations. So it's kind of a um, a karma thing, to use a non-Jewish term. Footnote 123, other evil side has been empowered. Moses saw the Egyptian bondage as a manifestation of the power of evil. Footnote 124, blessed be the name, this wording constitutes the second line of the Shema and is traditionally recited silently or in a whisper. Here this mode of recital is understood as appropriate to the intimacy of Sephirotic union, which is the Kabbalistic focus of the Shema. Kingdom here refers to Shekhinah, known as Malchut, and by contemplating this line, the Kabbalist prepares Shekhinah for for joining her divine partner. See Psachim 56a, here apparently Rabbi Yosei, understands the secret intimacy of the divine couple as related to Genesis 45.1, and no one stood with them when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. See above, note 117. Amar Abichia, 
וכן אליהו, כיוון דאיהו גזיר וקודשבריך הוא מקיים, ואיהו גזר על שמיא, דלה אחתה מיטרא וטלה, הך איהו דחיל מאיזבל דשדרת לי, כי כעת מחר אשים את נפשך כנפש אחת. אחד מהם, ומיד דחיל וערק על נפשי, אמר לרבי יוסי, האוגמוה דצדיקי הלבן לאטרחה למראיהון באיתרא דניסקא אשתכח לעינה, כגבנה דשמואל דכתיב ושמע שאול והרג גני אמר לי, עגלת בקר תיקח בידיך, בגין דצדיקיה לבן לאטרחה למראיהון, באיתרא דניסקא אשתכח, ופחה אליהו כיוון דחמא דניסקא אשתכח, לבאה לאטרחה למראי. אמר למילה שמנה, דהא באליהו לכתיב בויירא וילך אל נפשו, אלא וירא ראייה חמה, ומה חמה? חמה דהא מכמה שנין עזיר אבטרי מלאך המוות, ולה יתמסר בידי. והשתא וילך אל נפשו, מאי וילך אל נפשו? אלא עזיר לקיומא דנפשא. ומן איהו אילנא דחיה להתדבקה תמן תחזה כול הוא כתיב את נפשו והכה כתיב אל נפשו ורזה דה שמנה דאמר רבי שמעון כל נשמתין דעלמא כול הוא נפקי מההוא נהר דנגד ונפק וכול הוא נקית לון ההוא צרורה דחיי וחד נוקבה התעברת מן דחורה כול הוא בטיובתא דטרין סיטרין, בטיובתא דגנוקווה לגבי דחורה, וחד טיובתא דדחורה נפקא מבראותא כדין אינון נשמתין בקיום היתיר, בגין דחולה בטיובתא וראו דאילנא דחי דאילנא דחיה, ואליהו מאהור ראותא יתיר מברנש אחרא, התקיים ובגין כך כתיב אל נפשו, ולה כתיב את נפשו, דהא את נפשו דהי נוקבה, ואי תמה אל האישה אמר, כללה דדחר ונוקבה, כד איהי גו דחורה, כדין אל האישה אמר, את האישה נוקבה בלכודהא. בלכודהא בלה כלילו דדחורה, כגבנה דא אל נפשו דחר בלכודוי, את נפשו נוקבה בלכודהא, ובגין דאיהו בסיטרא דדחורה יתיר מכל בני עלמא, יתקיים בקיומי יתיר, ולה מית כאורך כל עלמא, בגין דחולה איהו מאילנא דחיה, ולה מגו עפרא, ובגין דא הסתלק לאלה, ולה מית כאורך כל עלאה דכתיב, ויעל אליהו בסערה השמיים. Whatever Eliyahu, uh, wherever Elijah decreed, the, the Blessed Holy One fulfilled is when he decreed that heaven not send down rain or dew. Why then did he fear Jezebel, who threatened him? By this time tomorrow, I make your life like the life of one of them, 1 Kings 19.2. 
he was immediately afraid and fled for his life. Rabbi Yossi replied, they have already established that the righteous do not want to trouble their Lord wherever harm is obvious. For example, with Samuel, as is written, if Saul hears, he will kill me. He replied, take a heifer with you, 1 Samuel 16.2, for the righteous do not want to trouble their Lord wherever harm is present. Here too, once Elijah saw that harm was present, he did not want to trouble his Lord. He said to him, I have heard a word, for look, Elijah... Of Elijah, it is not written, Vayira, he was frightened and he fled for his life, but rather, Vayar, he saw, um, and that is 1 Kings 19.3, he saw a sight, and what did he see? He saw that the angel of death had been following him for many years, yet he had not been delivered into his hand. Now, Vayelech led show, he went to his soul, what does this mean? He went to the sustenance of soul, who is that? Tree of life, to cleave there. Come and see, everywhere else it is written, Ef et nafsho, his soul, yet here it is written, <coughs> El nafsho, to his soul. I have heard this secret from Rabbi Shimon, who said, All souls of the world issue from that flowing, gushing river, and all of them are gathered by the bundle of life. When female conceives from male, they all inhabit desire of both sides through desire of female for male. And when desire of male issues passionately, those souls are of greater vitality, suffused with passionate desire of the tree of life. Elijah was vitalized by that passion more than other humans, and therefore it is written El Nafsho to his soul, and not Et Nafsho, since Et Nafsho is female. Now you might say El Ha'isha to the woman, he said, Genesis 3.16. Well, this is, enti- this is entirety of male and female when she is within the male. Then El Ha'isha to the woman, he said, whereas Et Ha'isha, the woman, female alone, not including male, Similarly, El Nafsho, male alone, Et Nafsho, female alone, because he was on the side of male more than all other inhabitants of the world, he endured more vitally and did not die like all others, for he derived entirely from the tree of life, not from dust. So he ascended and did not die according to the way of all earth, as is written, Elijah ascended in a whirlwind to heaven, to kings, to eleven. Footnote 125, decreed that heaven not send down rain. See 1 Kings 17.1, cross-reference Moed Katan 16b, the righteous one rules the awe of God. 2 Samuel 23.3, Rabbi Abahu said, I, God, rule over humanity. Who rules over me? The righteous one, for I issue a decree and he abolishes it. Footnote 126, Jezebel, who threatened him, Ahav's wife, threatened to avenge the deaths of the prophets of Baal, whom Elijah had killed, see 1 Kings 1840. Footnote 127, righteous do not want to trouble. In the book of Samuel, God commands the prophet to go and anoint one of Jesse's sons, David, as king. This verse reads, Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hears, he will kill me. Yudevave replied, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to Yudevave. Samuel fears that King Saul will kill him for the subversive act of anointing another as king. The sacrifice serves to discuss Samuel's mission. Here, Rabbi Yossi suggests that Samuel did not want to trouble God by making it necessary for him to miraculously save him from Saul's wrath. God's response obviates the need for a miracle. Similarly, Elijah fled from Jezebel because he did not want to trouble God for a miracle. Footnote 128, it is not written. The verse reads, Vayar, he saw and he fled and rose, uh, he rose and fled for his life instead of 
Vayar, he saw some biblical manuscripts read Vayira, he was frightened. This alternative reading, which fits the context well, is also reflected in the Septuagint and adopted by most translations. Here, however, Rabbi Chia highlights the Masoretic reading and offers a corresponding interpretation. Footnote 129, angel of death had been following him. Elijah's extraordinary nature soon clarified. The image of the frustrated angel of death may also allude to the legend that Elijah is identical with uh, Phineas, uh, who flourished in the days of Moses. Pinchas, I guess that means. Um, footnote 130, he went to his soul. The clause is usually understood to mean he fled for his life, but Rabbi Chia interprets it hyper-literally. <coughs> the tree of life symbolizes Tiferet, who animates and sustains the soul. Footnote 131, everywhere else, the expression etnaf show his soul, appears numerous times in the Bible, including once regarding Elijah in the very next verse, 1 Kings 19.4, whereas the expression elnaf show to his soul occurs only here. Footnote 132, all souls of the world issue from the river of Yesod and flow into Shekhinah, known as Bandal of Life. Footnote 133, when female conceives from male, when Shekhinah conceives from Tiferet via Yesod, their mutual desire engenders the soul. If the desire of the male, symbolized by the tree of life, dominates, then the soul possesses greater vitality. In Elijah's case, the divine masculine component was especially dominant, as indicated by the unusual expression El Nafsho, to his soul, apparently because the near homonym El means power, as in Genesis 31.29, Deuteronomy 28.32, Micah 2.1. The more common expression Et Nafsho, his soul, alludes to Shekhinah, the female, who is known as Et. Footnote 134, now you might say, if the word El denotes the masculine, then why in Genesis is it written El Ha'isha, to the woman? The full verse reads, to the woman, he said, I will greatly increase your birth pangs. In pain you will bear children. Your desire will be for your man, and he will rule over you. Rabbi Chia replies to his own question by explaining that the word El Ha'isha implies the incorporation of the female within the male as a single unit. On the other hand, when the Bible is referring to a woman alone, it uses the expression Et Ha'isha, the woman, as in Genesis 12.14 or Numbers 5.18-20. On the motif of the female contained within the male, see Wolfson Circle in the Square, pages 80 to 85. Footnote 135 endured more vitally. Elijah did not die a normal death. In fact, he did not die at all, because he derived from the masculine realm, Tiferet, Tree of Life, rather than the feminine realm, Shekhinah, symbolized by dust. Ta'achazemaktiv. Mehine Rechev Esh Vesuse Esh Vagomel. The Hakden it Pashat Gufa Min Rucha, Ve Istalak de Lav Kishar Orach Ara, Ve Istar Malacha Kadisha, Kishar Kadishe El Yonim, Ve Avid Shlichuta Bealma, Ve Haukmua, Denisin de Avad Kutcherbrich Bealma Al Yede. Itavidu Tahaze Maktiv Vaish al et nafsho, the Kadmita, Vayelech el nafsho, Kimadi it mark yuma, Vahaha et nafsho, Lemota, Ilana, Deve, Sharia Mota, Vetaman it galei aloe kuchabrehu, Kimad at amel, Tse, Vamarta. Bahal Vagomeo Maktiv Vahar Haraash Esh 
לא, לא ואש אדוני, ואחר אש כל דממה דקה, דקו אתר פנימה דחולה, דמיני נפקין כל נהורין, מכתיב, ויהי כשמוע אליהו, ויילט פניו באדרתו, והנה אליו כל, ויאמר, מה לך פור אליהו, ויאמר, כנו קינאתי, אמר לקודשבריכו, עד אימתי אתה מקנא לי תרקת גלה דלה יכיל לשלטאה בך מוטה, ואלמה לה יכיל למסבלך עם בני נשה. Come and see what is written. Suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them, 2 Kings 2.11. For then body was stripped from spirit and he ascended unlike the rest of the earth and endured as a holy angel like other holy supernal beings. He carries out missions in the world as has been established for miracles performed in the world by the Blessed Holy One are performed by him. Come and see what is written. He asked Etnafsho for his soul. 1 Kings 19.4 At first, Vayelech Lenafsho, he went to his soul. 1 Kings 19.3 As has been said, for sustenance. But here, Etnafsho, for death, the tree in which death abides. There, the Blessed Holy One appeared to him. As is said, go out and stand on the mountain. 1 Kings 19.11 What is written? After the earthquake fire, Yudevave was not in the fire. After the fire, a sound of sheer silence. 1 Kings 19.12 Innermost realm from which all lights radiate. What is written? When Elijah heard, he wrapped his face in his mantle, and behold, a voice addressed him, saying, Why are you here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous. Uh, again, 1 Kings... Uh, 19.13-14, the Blessed Holy One said to him, How long will you be zealous for me? You have locked the door so that death has no dominion over you, and the world cannot endure you lo- along with human beings. <coughs> But no. 136, body was stripped from spirit. Elijah became pure spirit and was transformed into an angel. Rabbi Chia may be interpreting the phrase separated the two of them as referring not to the separation of Elijah from his disciple Elisha, but rather to the separation of Elijah's spirit from his body. In Jewish tradition, Elijah, be- Elijah became associated with the Messianic age, Malachi 3.2. 23 to 24, and in rabbinic literature, he is described as still existing, Baba Batra 121b, and revealing divine secrets to righteous humans, Baba Metzia 59b, and Kabbalah, mystical experiences are known as revelations of Elijah. Footnote 139, F. Etnaf, show for death. The word et indicates Shekhinah, who is also symbolized by the tree of death. Earlier, above, page 280, this tree signifies the realm of evil, but here it symbolizes Shekhinah. If she is separated from the other spherot by human sin, the vivifying flow of emanation is cut off and death dominates. On the relation between Shekhinah and the demonic realm, see Sholem on the mystical shape of the Godhead, 189 to 92. Footnote 140, Sound of Sheer Silence, Innermost Realm, Bina, the hidden and unperceived source of all the lower Sefirot. Footnote 142, Locked the door, meaning you have barred death from attacking you. The idiom derives from Babylonian Talmud Sanhedrin 113a, where it pertains to Elijah in a different context. The world, quote, 
cannot endure, unquote, Elijah because of his extreme zeal. That's it for today's reading. Catch you all tomorrow. Take care.